Hello, everybody, and welcome today to the next Gradcracker webinar with Lloyds Banking Group. So Lloyds is the UK's largest retail and digital bank. I'm really looking forward to introducing you to Sarah, um, Emerging Talent Programme Manager, Software Engineering graduate Jenny. We're meant to be joined by Ruffy, but his connections dropped out, so Ruffy might appear um, mid mid webinar. And Software Engineering Industrial Placement students Holly and Jordan. So thanks very much, everybody, for joining us today. So Holly and Jordan will give us an explanation um, into the, the placement, what it's like to be placement students. And Jenny on her own now is five weeks into being a software engineering graduate um, at Lloyd's. So she'll tell us what it's been like so far. So what I'm going to do, Sarah, is I'm going to start with you. Um, could you just introduce yourself to the audience, please? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, so I'm Sarah. I am one of the group's emerging talent program managers. Um, so I guess my role is to work with various divisions across the group to help them to, to shape, deliver and manage their emerging talent offerings with the purpose of, I guess, creating opportunities across the group to build key skills that we know are going to be needed in the future um, and also aligned to, to the group's graduate, sorry, the group strategy of, of helping Britain recover. So this could be anything from our, our graduate opportunities, industrial placements, apprenticeship opportunities, um, amongst other things. So you get involved with everything early careers? Yes, anything early careers. Yeah. <laughs> no problem at all. And I know that everybody will have heard of Lloyd's, um, you know, it's, it's a household name, but could you just give everybody a bit of an overview to who Lloyd's is in general? Yeah, so I guess you've you've already mentioned the fact that um, I guess Lloyd's Banking Group is one of the UK, is, is the UK's largest retail and digital bank. Um, I guess one of the key focuses um, across Lloyd's at the moment is really trying to embrace new technologies to to better meet the needs of our customers. Um, with that purpose that I spoke about there of helping Britain recover. Um, so we've got a, a lot of brands that sit within the, the sort of Lloyd's Banking Group banner, um, and they span every aspect of, of banking and finance, including some of the the biggest names on the high street like your Bank of Scotland, Halifax, um, Lloyds Bank, Scottish Widows, for example. Um, and we've, our footprint, I guess, touches um, nearly every community and household mm. across the UK. So we've got about 30 million customers um, and roughly about 60,000 colleagues in the group. Wow, big numbers. Mm. And from students watching um, the webinar today, Sarah, so would they predominantly be based in the UK or is the opportunities to, to travel and, and maybe move abroad? It would be the UK based. Um, yeah, so I guess um, with our purpose of helping Britain prosper, I think that's one of the kind of key things that, we, that we, we focus on. So, but yeah, there's an opportunity to be based. We've got hubs all over the UK as well. So um, some of them, um, are the majority are pretty flexible at the moment. Obviously with the, the pandem pandemic over the last 18 months, um, there are a number of hubs across the UK. So I think there would be the opportunity to, to consider working from particular hubs or, or for working from home. And um, yeah, so there's more information um, via the, the sort of Grad Cracker website where you can obviously click through to our website as well on, on that type of thing. Perfect, Sarah. Thank you very much. And I know that, you know, you've mentioned about prospering of Britain and everything else, and I've noticed that you've got some um, really good promising quarterly results that we released today. So, yeah, you're doing well um, moving, the, moving the Britain forward, should we say. <laughs> so what yeah. we're going to do now is move on to... Um, Holly and Jordan, if that's okay with you two. So you're still you're currently studying at university. Um, could you just tell the audience about what you're studying and which university you are studying at? And Holly, I'm going to come to you first. Hi, yeah, so I'm studying at the University of Manchester and I'm doing a joint honours degree in maths and computer science. Perfect, thank you very much, Holly. Manchester's one of our friend, friendly universities. And yeah. Jordan, um, on to you. So which university and what you study? Okay, everyone. So I'm also in the University of Manchester and I'm studying computer science as well. 
Super. Thank you very much. So did um, you know each other before then? Yeah. We actually didn't, but well, I heard of you, but we hadn't like we hadn't met in person. Well, oh, I you all did. <laughs> God, is that well? I knew right. I knew of you, Holly. <laughs> well, now you know each other. <laughs> and um, Jenny, so you're a recent grad. I mentioned right at the beginning mm. that you'd been um, with Lloyd's for five weeks. So just tell everybody about where you went to university and also what you studied. Uh, so I went to the University of Leeds and I studied aeronautical and aerospace engineering with an industrial placement. That's a bit of a difference, isn't it? You'd think yeah. you know, like <laughs> computer science and analytics and maths maybe, maybe joining um, Lloyd's. But tell, tell us about, about that change. And so why did you decide um, to join Lloyd's? Um, so I wanted to move over to software engineering um, from kind of aero engineering because on my placement year, I basically gave myself a target to start learning Python and my company and team were really like encouraging with that. And then as I was going through, I was like, oh, this actually seems like a bit of me. Um, So I kind of transit like my fourth year of uni when I went back, I basically nagged all of my my supervisors to let me use Python and sort of MATLAB and stuff like that. And then I just decided that I was going to go for it and apply for a software engineering role rather than an aerospace role. And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. And the rest is history. Jenny, if you don't mind me asking, because it's, it's just a really good point there, what you're saying is about, you know, it's just highlighting the point, the importance of the placement, you know, how you can gain experience and it opens you up to a world of opportunity, which you might never have considered before if you didn't get that placement. Exactly. Um, and again, I've done so many sessions this week, speaking to students saying exactly the same thing. So I just really want to highlight that point that any students, again, might never have considered Lloyd's Banking Group before. Um, and, you know, you know, consider it because, again, it could open up a whole world of opportunity, which you might not have considered at the beginning of your degree. So, yeah, just want to highlight that point. Yeah. Quite common now, isn't it, that people do that and can transition and move over? Exactly, and I think it's especially the fact that when you choose your degree, if you're doing a bachelor's, perhaps that was three years ago, or four years ago even, because you have to go through the application process to uni. Like, that's quite a long time. And once you've gone through your degree, you might still enjoy it, but you might not know that there's many other places that it can be applied to. Mm. So I would not have gone into my industry year thinking that I'd come out knowing a bit of programming or liking it even so to do that and then find it opened up a whole new area for me like it was a really really worthwhile year and yeah. that's the key thing you know when when students listening today after this session go on to grad when they're going down the search you know consider all the employers there's a reason why we're showing you these jobs it might not be discipline relevant you might not think you know why they're showing me this but we're showing it because the employer wants to recruit from your discipline so consider everyone but no, it's just a great point. So thanks, Jenny, for, for saying that was wonderful. Yeah, thank you, Jenny. Um, Ruffy, are, are you there? Hello. Hi. Hi. Are you Hello. Back? <laughs> How are you? You okay? Hi. I'm good, yeah. Just uh, just uh, went pitch black in my house for a second there, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> We've introduced you, Ruffy, anyway, just in case that you came, just in case you came back. So um this is Ruffy. Obviously, he's been with um, Lloyd's for five weeks, similar to Jenny. So, Ruffy, could you just tell everybody about where you went to university and what you studied? Because you are now a graduate. 
Yeah, so um, I did computer science for a year, year in industry at the University of York. So, um, you know, and I work at uh, Lloyd's Banking Group now, as mentioned, uh, over in Manchester. I'm actually here, I'm here in Manchester. You know, I, um, I've lived here my whole life, so it's uh, you know, really nice to sort of come back to you know, where I grew up and you know, we'll be working here within the group. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to have somebody from York Uni because um, Radcliffe is actually based in New York. <laughs> Um, so yeah, close, oh wow, yeah, close to our hearts, close to home. <laughs> um, right, so where am, I, where am I going now? Right, quick fact round. <laughs> I don't remember where I am with everybody. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have a quick, quick fire fact round, and I'm going to start with you, Jordan. Can I have your fact, please? Yes, of course. So in 1677, when there were no house numbers, uh, usually businesses used uh, distinctive signs so customers can find them easier. And the black horse that is so iconic with Lloyd's was first used in 1677, uh, and it was hung above, above the goldsmith uh, of Humphrey Stokes, which later on was inherited by Lloyd's in 1884, and since then it's been used by the bank. I like that. Love the adverts. And uh, is that is that yeah. the ad that's one on the speech, isn't it? And yeah. um, Holly, on to you. Quick fact, please. Um, mine is that Davina McCall was here the other week doing a talk on like women's health and stuff. So cool to have a celebrity here. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Um, Jenny? Uh, Lloyds Bank actually installed the world's first online real-time ATM in 1972. And tell the audience about free money and then I'll tell them about free ale. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> Um, and uh, Rafi, sorry, Rafi, on to you. Yeah, uh, so at Lloyd's Bank, we actually use you know every single cloud provider that that there is. So we use IBM, AWS, Google Cloud Platform, and Azure uh, within these sort of systems at Lloyd's. So you know, if you've got expertise in one of them, there'll be a place for you here. Oh, I like it. Thanks. And Sarah, you're you're going to give us two. I really want your personal one. So we'll do your Lloyd's one first, <laughs> and then we'll do your personal one after. <laughs> I'll do my Lloyd's one first. Okay. Yeah. So I guess Lloyd's Banking Group itself, um, as the umbrella term was formed in 2009, but um, it's much much older than that, and there's a huge amount of history across all the different parts of the group. Um, and so it goes right back into 1695 when the Bank of Scotland's branch, um, or first bank was opened. I think it was the first bank ever in Scotland. So, um, so yeah, I guess um, there's lots of history to learn about if anyone's interested in that as well. There's lots of information to to look at. Yeah. Um, and on my personal fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I did too. Um, was that, uh, yes, um, Harry Potter, author J.K. Rowling, was my French teacher when I was at high school, many moons ago, before oh. she wrote Harry Potter, or as she was writing Harry Potter, I think. So none of us really knew the the impact of what she was going to do at the time. But yeah, that is, one claim. that is one claim to fame. <laughs> that is good, that was, isn't it? <laughs> I had to, I had I to not know. Some of those characters could have been based on you guys. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't relate them to anyone specifically, but yeah, no, it was interesting. I just wish we'd paid more attention when she was telling us about the fact that she was writing a book that was going to get published, but yeah. yeah. Imagine if Sarah turned around and said, I'm actually a wizard. Um, so <laughs> what we're going to do now, um, same of you actually, Sarah, could you um, tell the students a bit about what's on offer with Lloyds this year? Obviously, you advertise all of your placement and graduate opportunities um, on your hub on Grad Cracker, but just give the students a bit of a flavour about what's out there. 
Yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I guess we've got um, a software engineering industrial placement programme, which I know that we've, we've already touched on as well. Um, we've also got a number of, um, of graduate programmes available. So we've got software engineering, we've got data science for, for those of you obviously on the, on the tech side. And then we also offer um, commercial banking, finance, risk, um, sustainable financial wellbeing. So I guess we've got um, something there for everyone really. Um, and, yeah. and all of our graduate programmes, um, are all of our opportunities are open to anyone who I guess who's on track or has a 2-2 degree or above um, and it can be from any degree discipline so just going back to that point earlier um, it, it, we look at potential rather than kind of the experience that you've got so it, it doesn't necessarily need to be from a particular discipline um, and the only thing would be for our, our tech programs so for our data science and software engineering programs um, that you do need to have some existing coding knowledge before you apply yeah. Um, but yeah generally any any degree discipline is, is suitable so when you say coding knowledge, Sarah, could it be just something that you do, you know, in, in your private time or does it have to be like, a, for example, a module that you studied at university? Exactly. No, it doesn't have to be any formal qualifications and anything like that. It could be someone, for example, who's maybe done an English degree but has taught themselves coding in their spare time. So absolutely no kind of formal qualifications or anything required in that space. Fabulous. So 2-2, achieved or expected or above and any STEM degree. So everybody who's watching this will... Everyone can apply. Every, yeah, everybody can apply. So make sure you watch this, watch this webinar and get your applications in. Just in terms, again, Sarah, of um, timelines and expectations, obviously what me and Jess are always saying to the students, don't wait until the last minute, you know, don't wait until the deadline. Um, but just give just give us an idea about when your deadlines are um, and when you're expecting to hold assessment centres and everything else. Yeah, so I, I guess... I won't provide any specific dates on here because the, the, the closing dates all vary across all of the different yeah. programmes. So what I suggest is go into the Grad Cracker Hub and, and click through from there into the into sort of each of the different programmes and that will give you the more specific dates um, for each of the programmes. Um, yeah. So I think some are closing in the next few weeks. So like you say, yeah. get your applications in as soon as possible to make sure that you don't miss out on anything. Um, and in terms of assessment centres, um, I think these are likely to kick off sometime in January, I think. So um, so yeah, I, I guess depending on which stream you apply for or which programme you apply for, the, the date will vary, obviously, but um, overall they will kick off sometime in January um, and sort of run for a couple of months after that. Perfect. Thank you very much, Sarah. So get your applications in. Yeah. So on to your roles. So Holly Yarden, I'm going to talk a bit about your placement experience so far. And if you can kind of tell us all a bit about, you know, what the placement has consisted of. So Holly, I'll come to you first. Um, and if you could just tell us a bit about the, your role in the placement. Yeah, so I'm on the software engineering placement and I started the end of June. So I've been there like four months um so my role within my team I'm in group transformation in retail so it's all about just developing the tech and you know making it better so um I'm like a developer in my team so I work with other software engineers um to code different applications and write tests and get feedback and work with um like business analysts and stuff to work on a big project together Brilliant. And what does kind of a day to day look like for you? So are you in the office? Are you working from home? And what, how big are your teams and things like that? Um, so at the minute, um, we're still kind of transitioning back to the office. So I go into the office every Wednesday to see my team um, and we do most of our collaborative meetings there. And then the rest of the days are working from home and we use Teams calls and stuff to have a catch up and 
connect with each other and then the rest of the day is either maybe working on a test script for a, some code or doing some UI screens um yeah just a few meetings in between of coding is yeah. the day today yeah and how big are you <laughs> um they they kind of vary but the one that I'm in has about 15 people and that's split between half engineers and half we call it the shaping team so that's kind of the business side but yeah about 15 in mine okay interesting and is that a mix of um you know graduates senior people or is it everyone that's just on a placement um no it's I'm the only placement student in there so I've kind of just been joined to like a team that was already existing um, and there's some offshore people so some people that are working from India um, are in our team and then obviously some people that I meet and I'm based in Manchester in the office here mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. yes yeah, so I meet um, half of those and then half dial in remotely when we go to the office. Fantastic, brilliant. <laughs> Every time I talk. I think Holly can you put yourself on mute so then we don't get back, thank you love. Sorry Holly I don't think that works <laughs> me. Jordan, come to you next. Same question. Um, tell us a bit about your placement and what you've been up to. Yeah, so the placement has been going really good now. It's exactly four months since I started. And I'm part of group transformation again in retail. And I'm working in a customer contact team. So our work is mostly based around uh, providing new platform that is based for servicing customers who are calling to the bank and getting the best possible service they can get. Brilliant, okay. And it seems as though both your roles really seem quite very technical. Um, I'm guessing, you know, from the experiences that you've gained so far, do you feel like you've upskilled yourself in the in your technical abilities so far? Have you got a lot of experience and knowledge from, your, from the placement? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have almost every day, eight hours a day to, to work on that. And mm-hmm. it's really technically focused. So most of the things that we're doing, do, at least for me, the time doing day from day is connected to coding and trying to improve the systems that I'm working on. Of course, there are other aspects where we have to uh, find what is needed to be built. But most of the time is working with the different technologies in order to make the project go for, uh, forward. Yeah, definitely. And gaining these experiences then, um, you know, a bit like how Jenny and I were saying that, you know, do you think this is the the experience that you've gained so far is going to help you when you go back to university in your final year? Do you think that the other knowledge that you've gained is you going to be able to apply to university course? Can can you see it being a benefit? Of course. I mean, all the... Um, if we ignore the technical knowledge that we are getting for the different systems that we are using, uh, you get this confidence that you're able to tackle even tasks that in, in the beginning they're completely unfamiliar to you and you can take everything from whenever and just make it work, which is amazing for the, for the opportunity and the skills that we are building here in the placement program. Yeah, definitely. Holly, have you got anything to add to that about maybe your personal experience of, of the skills you've learned so far? Yeah, honestly, even though we've only been here four months, I've learned so much because some of the software I'd never really heard of or used. And now I'm confidently doing it on my own. Obviously, I've got a lot of help and my team's been really good. Like there's always people to help you. You just need to ask the question. Um, Yeah, I've already learned so much. So I'm sure the rest of the year we'll learn 10 times more too. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) 
We don't, nobody needs two Jessicas. <laughs> we don't, do we? God, no. Um, what I was going to ask as well, Holly, or, or Jordan can answer this, in terms of um, if there's any students now that are thinking about going on placement, what kind of advice would you give to them or, you know, hints and tips? You know, did you have any reservations before you went out and how's the experience going now and, you know, com- you know compared to how you felt before it happened? Jordan, come to you first, because if time to speak to Holly, you can hear me again. <laughs> yeah, so the advice that I'll give is to be proactive and to seek for all the opportunities and the answers that you want to get, because, yes, there are a lot of people that are helping, but sometimes you have to get your way to those people and actually ask the question in order to get whatever you want. And it's a, it's a must-do, in my opinion. A placement is absolutely the best opportunity to have. You've got to put yourself out there, push the boundaries, definitely. Yeah. Holly, again, you've got anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I would completely agree with you, Jordan. I think it's such um, a worthwhile thing to do because I wasn't too sure whether I wanted to do a placement year in general at the beginning. Um, and now that I've started, I'm so glad I have because even just the experience of um, putting what you learn at university into practice for a change rather than it being just theory is... Um, a really useful thing and learning to work as a team um in the like the proper working world is really helpful yeah definitely there's lots of um studies that show as well students that have gone out into industry are quite likely to go up a grade as well when they go into their final year because again they can apply all that knowledge um you know into the studies and sometimes you know can just click and can really help towards you know upping your performance so win-win all around so Jenny I'm going to come to you next and uh, Rafi uh, just to talk a bit you know kind of similar questions what are your roles um, at Lloyd's I know we've only been there a couple of months but what's it like and um, what can you share with us so Jenny come to you first Hi, uh, so I am working core platforms in um, group transformation in London. Uh, we're on three eight months rotations, so don't know where I'll be in the next one. Um, but currently I'm working within um, kind of the retail team and I work on a lot of apps to do with like fraud and disputes and okay. trying to ease that process for customers. So it's not a whole thing if you have to dial up the bank and stay on the phone on wait for three hours a day or something it's like trying to make that as seamless as possible and really putting the customer first in that light mm-hmm. um i think going back to your previous question to holly and jordan though i just wanted to add that i did a placement year and i came back and as you said i did find that my grades improved quite a lot oh, and i think it was because you kind of learn how to be proactive in a way because you can you can, as Jordan was saying like you should be proactive in your um, internship year but you really know how to hone it and how to just if if something's been bugging you for 24 hours ask someone and get a solution in the next 24 hours don't sit on it all week you know get things moving faster you talk to your lecturers a lot better and more like a business way yeah and you end up kind of you're better at timekeeping and all that all these things that you don't think necessarily when you go on to an internship here so sorry just had to say that no, perfect Jenny <laughs> honestly I'll be using <laughs> you know quotes and everything I'll be like come read me go and watch this, watch this. But I, I did find that it really helped my organization and my getting stuff done because I also worked when I went back to my fourth year and it just all sunk into one thing and it yeah. was seamless almost 
Um, as for the job now, <laughs> I'm glad that I did do that because I've obviously had experience in an office environment. I kind of understand like how to find my way around uh, mm. team dynamics and stuff like that. So it really puts you a foot ahead because you can start your grad scheme and just start from the get go and hit the ground running. Um, I think in the first week, my manager, not even the first couple of days, my manager was like, I've got this project for you. I've got this training for you. I've got this. And I think if I hadn't done my internship year, I would have been a bit like, oh, it seems too much all at once. But it's really good to feel like you're part of the team straight away. And I'm already picking up tickets and got projects going. And it's it's a really nice like way to start your job. You feel like you're bringing value from day one, not just, oh, you know, it's the grad, can they do the coffee run kind of thing. <laughs> and I think sometimes there is still that misconception, isn't there, that it mm. could still be like that, even for a placement student. So it's great that, no, I definitely recommend you reiterating that point because, again, I think, you know, some people can think that, but the fact that you're getting responsibility straight away is really, really good. So in but it's not to be... Oh. Sorry, it's not like scary responsibility either. I'd like to kind of clarify that. It's very much like they they give you the work and they want you to feel like you have ownership of it and you have your autonomy and you do. And it's great because you get to try all these different things and work on a big project. But if you ever need help, they will swarm. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone is ready to help you when you need it. So it's not a big, scary project. Oh my God, if I mess this up, the whole company is going down, you know? <laughs> all of your head Jenny no that's good that's really good it's great that you've got that support as well you know they give you enough space to be able to go off and do it but if you need someone they're there which is great that's a lovely thought as well before, um, we, move, before we move on to Ruffy can I just mention something because I'm, I'm just a bit concerned that um, I know these placement opportunities are absolutely fantastic that you've all had and you've all had this experience or having this experience now I'm just trying to put my, myself in in the thought of somebody watching in, you know, who might be due to graduate in the next couple of months who might not have done a placement. And I don't want those students to be worried either. You know, it's it's all experience. So maybe you haven't done it like even industry or a summer placement, anything that you have done. And um, like Jess always says about, you know, being part of a society or um, if you've had, you know, a part-time job or you've been a carer or anything like that, you know, Sarah um, wants to hear all of those different experiences. So don't worry too much if you haven't done a placement, you, you will have some some experience in something that Sarah and the and the early careers team want to know about. So just wanted to expand the experience a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know that's a really good point, Carl. And I apologise if we have laboured the placement point a bit much, but yeah, that's a really good point. And I think this is the thing now. You know, as Sarah's as the recruiter, you know that you know the last few years has been hard for students mm -hmm. to get placement so I'm sure from your experience you're wanting students to draw upon any extracurricular activities they've done or again you've said about upskilling yourself learning a different code and language being part of society is all really really good to mention so yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say as well we so we don't um throughout our recruitment prep process we, we focus more on potential and your strengths as opposed to what experience you've had. And we know that not everyone has that opportunity to do a placement year. So we don't ask for CVs as part of the recruitment process, for example. Um, so I guess it's more about actually what are you good at? What are you passionate about? What are your strengths that you can then bring and how you then bring that out throughout the recruitment process? So, yes, yeah, so I wouldn't want anyone to worry about that because it's certainly it's yeah, it's certainly not something that we kind of value over other things, if you like, um, um, that you've, whether or not you've done a placement. 
Yeah. Brilliant. Perfect. No, I'm, I'm glad we we um, we said that, Carla. Um, so, Ruffy, going to come to you next. Same question. So a bit about your current role and your experiences so far. Yeah, so um, I work as um, a software engineer in the DevOps Center of Excellence. So Center of Excellence is one of these sort of business terms, which basically means that um, my team work to set the standard um, for, for example, DevOps. Uh, within the company so instead of our clients being actual sort of retail customers who use our banks our clients our customers are the ones sort of teams internally in the bank so we go to other teams and sort of they say we need some sort of help setting up some pipelines um using jenkins and some automation and we'll come up with some ideas to sort of fit their needs so it's sort of sort of like consulting really internally and it's um and not to scare some of the people who are more development minded like myself uh, we, is it still a lot of development? Um, I've just been given a really cool task um, to, uh, uh, recently, so I've got to learn Golang, if anyone's familiar. Um, I've never learned it, so <laughs> that's a new adventure for, for me in the next couple of months. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited to get sort of stuck in with my team. You know, uh, the past four weeks that I've sort of been here has sort of, uh, you know, as, as Jennifer said, like, you know, it's um, speaking to your team, getting sort of onboarded, you know, your manager already or from the get-go trusts you that you know, they know that you're going to be able to sort of deliver the project. And it's uh, sort of uh, nice. Um, and to echo what Carla said, you know, um, about the sort of uh, not focusing on placement years as well. I did a placement year, but I did a lot of societies. Uh, I, I was involved with a lot of societies at university. So I um, was part of the eSports Society at my university and I ran a couple of eSports events which gave me sort of these soft skills that um, sort of helped me sort of bring it out. So I learned teamwork, I learned sort of communication, you know, how to stick to budget schedules. And that's really helped me during uh, the application process to Lloyd's and it's helping me to my day job. I'm, you know, I'm amazing at, at, at um, sort of uh, time allocation now, uh, you know, <laughs> always on time to meetings. Um, but, you know, it, um, I'm sort of helping other sort of teams not in necessarily in my scope. So um, I was speaking to uh, one of my colleagues and I'm going to help them on a hackathon later in the year. And, you know, that's something that my experience has sort of helped with. So it's really nice to sort of get involved um, around the company. Yeah, brilliant. That's really, really interesting. So thanks, Ruffy. Next, I'm going to talk about projects. Um, so Holly, I'm going to come back to you, if that's OK. And if you could tell the audience about a project that you've been involved in so far. So the main project that I'm working on is called Diary Manager. So basically, we're rewriting um, the digital appointment booking system in Lloyd's for colleagues at the minute. So I've been um, coding some UI screens that, and then some tests and some Java stuff in the background. Um, and it's really cool to see a, a project being made and then seeing it go to live. So we've got releases. We've got our first one next week, and then I'll see about four new releases at the time I'm here. So it's really cool to work on a project where you start right from the beginning and see it all through to the end. It's been so far really good to get involved with that. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder if it happens to you, Carla, or is it just me? I think it's just you. Um, if it isn't Holly, just say it's just her. Um, Jordan, come to you next project. Yeah, so I'm working on an internal project that is based for, um, against a customer experience platform that is used by our agents 
on the telephone, so roughly 4,000 people using it. And its aim is to replace the old system that is now about 30 years old, and it takes a lot of time to service any customer and their needs. So what we're uh, what we're doing, we're reimagining how it would be better, quicker, and also it will do the work much much more efficiently than the current system right now that the bank is using. Brilliant. It's again, it's a, it sounds like quite a lot of responsibility from an outside looking in. <laughs> For yeah. both, both your, all your experiences so far. Um, it sounds great. Um, Jenny, going to come to you, a project that you've worked on so far. Uh, well, a lot of my stuff so far has been training, so I haven't had like a hands-on part of it just yet. I'm kind of shadowing at the moment because um, it's all new software to me. But I think the plan is that my next project will be to do with credit card disputes on fraud because they work differently to debit cards. And I think from someone who's not from banking, that might sound really gray. But um, no, it's really interesting, like the kind of hoops they have to jump through Mm -hmm. and how they're making that automated and smarter rather than having someone click the same three buttons all the time. There's like a lot quicker ways to do it. So we're building the app to get that done. I I think the main like part of my last five weeks has been kind of side of desk projects as well, like Ruffy was saying about hackathons and stuff like that. Um, we're going to speak to Sarah a bit later on about, you know, kind of the support that you all get as placement and graduates, but Jenny, you've mentioned about training, but you know, is there a bit of training that maybe you've received so far that is, you know, been very useful or if you could tell us a bit about the support that then that you you've had from from the the graduate program so far yeah so um emerging talent's been really and that's kind of like you know the the people side of it i guess (laughs) um have been really hands-on with us from the get-go so um we were put in contact with our kind of i call them grad managers our david and joe um and they're both lovely and on your first week you have a check-in at the beginning of the week and then you have a check-in at the end of the week and in between times they've organized lots of calls um to kind of get you familiar with processes people the business in general like you know what are our pillars and values and stuff like that and getting everyone up to the same level and just comfortable with the environment that you're in because i think that's a really important thing at first because you might have moved away from home for the first time you might not you know you don't really know what you're doing sometimes and you can just freely ask they're very um casual about it you can ask them anything like where's the best coffee shop or i don't know how to turn my laptop on or something like that would be um, <laughs> they're literally there for anything um and then my manager's been really good he met me on um my first date so he usually only comes in once a week but the first week he came in three times to meet me at the office and make sure I was set up, show me where everything is. Um, been very hands-on with just kind of, if you have a question, ping him on Teams and he'll be back within two minutes kind of thing. <laughs> so it's there's a lot of support from a lot of different people. And our cohort especially, we're only 15 um, and not all of us are in London either, but we've kind of online and in person become each other's support as well. Mm-hmm. So if someone was struggling to set up their um, computer someone else would be on the group being like I'm, I had this earlier here's the solution and you kind of become self-serving as a group <laughs> mm. but you've always we've always had someone that we could ask like Joe and David especially they're my example anyway <laughs> they've been at teams the whole time ready to help us out 
Oh, that sounds fantastic. Um, Ruffy, coming to you next, projects or even maybe training then that you've, a particular training experience you've had? Yeah, so um, sort of in terms of projects, um, I've sort of been given the green light on sort of this one of these projects that um, involves scraping GitHub um, sort of uh, repositories for requirements files. So in layman's terms, it means seeing what these programs need in terms of software and dependencies and making sure that they are safe for use in the bank. So some of these um, uh, JavaScript uh, plugins may not be safe. It may have sort of uh, vulnerable code that might sort of um, those vulnerabilities will be passed on to the customer, which we do not want. So we need to make them safe. So that's what I'm going to be helping with to make sure that the, the software is safe. Um, and in terms of uh, training, I've really enjoyed, we've had a lot of training. I think uh, one of the ones I've really enjoyed is the um, inclusivity and diversity training that I've had. Um, I think it's something that's overlooked that um, maybe uh, in some companies, but you know, it was one of the first things that we did at Lloyd's, sort of, you know, uh, sort of stating that Lloyd's, you know, there we are equal, we are fair. And, um, you know, we are um, out of the 15 grads, we are a, a multicultural bunch. There's a we're very sort of, um, you know, I'm I'm a mixed race myself, and you know, it's it's nice to have so many people understand sort of uh, me, and you know, having these uh, trainings as well, it's really lovely. So besides the technical training, we have the sort of human, uh, you know, I and D training as well, which is really nice and quite refreshing at a bank. Yeah, that is good. Again, it's nice that they can help to develop you in all aspects, you know, um, personal, you know, whether it be work and you've got all those kind of resources to, to tap into and have that support, which is fantastic. Um, I know we've kind of talked about projects, but Sarah, you know, what advice would you give to a person starting at Lloyd's and how can they be successful? Sorry, just coming up there. Um, so to be honest, and I, I can give a, a kind of brief view on this, but I think we've got our graduates and our IPs here as well. So it'd be really interesting to hear from them as well in terms of um, anything else that they can think of. But I guess for me, just touching on the, the point that was just made there. So the culture at LBG is really open. It's a really welcoming one. And everyone's really encouraged, I guess, to, to be authentic and bring their whole selves to work. So. It, I, yeah, so I guess just be yourself is probably um, the main thing that I would say. Um, I think in terms of, um, I, I kind of touched on the recruitment process as well earlier, and, and, and what I'm about to say will apply for throughout the recruitment process, but also when you when you actually join the group as well. So think about what strengths you have, think about what you're good at, why you want why you want to work for Lloyd's, and and I guess those points will help you throughout the recruitment process. Like I said, but once you join the group. Um, it's really helpful to keep these things in mind because actually you're bringing in a fresh set of eyes to the group and, and you're bringing in new and innovative ideas and you'll have different thoughts and insights in terms of um, a kind of coming into the group with a, a, fresh, a fresh set of eyes as well. So, And everyone is really open to hearing those new ideas and thoughts mm -hmm. and things like that. So absolutely, um, don't be afraid to ask questions, be really inquisitive, be proactive like we were saying earlier. Um, and, and I guess be really open to the opportunities that come up because as part of our, our graduate and our IP programmes, I guess there's a lot of, um, like it's been spoken about through here, there's a lot of training that's offered. You get to, to work with different teams and things like that. So so take those opportunities and, and really kind of be open to, to anything that comes comes your way, really. So 
I think it's key, isn't it, just to say yes to everything because you might not know what you like and what you don't like. So when you are when you are younger, looking back, you know, you just need to say yes to it all and then kind of work out where, where you want to be um, in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we've had graduates before who they maybe thought, oh, I don't know if I want to do that or, or mm. oh, I don't know if I want to do that. And actually they've turned out loving it. And, and actually at the end of the graduate programme, that's where they wanted to work. So I think that's the key really is to, to, to say yes to those opportunities because you never know exactly how much you're going to love it or yeah and that's how you figure out where your strengths are as well and where, where what you're good at where your preferences lie I guess in terms of your future career aspirations and things as well yeah thank you Sarah and I think we can link um the the grads and the IPs in now a little bit to the next question that I want to cover off and it's just if, if a student's watching you know first day first moment as a placement student or as a graduate what hints and tips or advice would you give to that person um, and I'm going to come to you Holly um, from a from a student point of view. Um, first day I would echo what Jordan, Jordan said before just about asking questions if there's anything that you want to know or confused about like I was on a call and when you first joined there's lots of um, acronyms and you know little phrases that I didn't know what they meant at all because it's in the business but I would just message on the team's chat to someone be like oh what does this stand for and then they would just fill me in and so there's no stupid questions basically even if it feels like oh I should know this no one's gonna you know say you should they're just gonna help and understand. That's a good one Holly I think I think it's not just Jess who's got an echo. Um, and I think looking back as well, you know, when you are learning new stuff, you, you think at the time, you think, oh, I remember that. I remember the acronym or whatever. But always write stuff down as well. So you can always refer back to your notes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big lover of pen and paper and writing stuff down. And um, Ruffy, I'm going to come to you. So first moment as a graduate, any hints and tips? Yeah, um, I think it'd be just communicate, like make sure that you talk to everyone. I think uh, yeah. as sort of Jennifer, Jenny mentioned before, it's like, you know, our managers, you know, they might seem, we'll go into, you know, I started online. Um, so seeing all these names on these meetings, I didn't know, have a clue, you know, what, who these people were. And my manager was saying, you should speak to these people, speak to these people. Mm-hmm. And I got a little bit overwhelmed because, you know, it's a little bit intimidating sort of, you know, going into this big, scary company. You don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And you, you go to them and they're absolutely lovely. Everyone is exactly, you know, as you know, I would describe myself, you know, a bit, you know, a bit geeky. They've got like their little, you know, they, they love, they just love working at Lloyd's. Mm-hmm. And that sort of mutual love of like technology is sort of, you know, makes for like amazing conversation. And everyone is so helpful. Um, so just communicate, just, you know, be have that sort of confidence to reach out is definitely crucial for like sort of success. And yeah, I, I've met so many wonderful people. Um, yeah, can't recommend it enough. Oh, you can tell you're very happy with me. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to come to a question um, to you now with a question. So you mentioned before about the, the rotations. So you do three eight-month eight month rotations. Can you choose which rotation you go on to next? Do you have a bit of a say in it or is it all, you know, you, you need to be going to X, Y, Z as, as, your, as your next stop? How does the rotations work? Jenny, what was that yeah. for me? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Was, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, the audio cut a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's basically you have three eight-month rotations. Your first rotation in our year, you didn't know where it was, but if you had a preference, like perhaps you already lived in London or Edinburgh or whatever, then you could kind of email them and they'd try their best to sit you where you want to be. 
Um, and then it gets around to, I want to say about February, March-ish. Um, and as far as I'm aware, they send you a list of basically business needs. Um, and they say this team in this place needs a grad, this team in that place needs a grad. And you rank them and then okay. you send them back. And then again, they try and try and fit you to what you want. Um, but obviously there's a business need as well. Um, and then I think your third placement, again, a couple months before you start, it's kind of that's like each placement, you get more and more of a weighting towards what you want to do. Um, so especially going back to that point about trying new things, like definitely do that because and talking to people because you don't know where you'll end up. Mm. And there are way more opportunities. And I think it was Sarah was saying, um, it might be something you think, oh, on paper, no, thank you. But actually, when you start, you really love it. So just kind of take those opportunities. Don't think too deep into like the, oh, it's not the team I want. It's not this kind of thing, because a lot of the time you can you can make the most out of a situation you might not have been hugely happy with. And then it yeah. becomes like one of the best experiences you've had. Um, but yeah, with the rotations, it's basically I think the further you go down the line, the more waiting it is for you. And then I think at the end of it, you apply, well, usually you'd apply to a job at that last off uh, team or something, because that's the aim is that you kind of hone in on a team that you want to work with. Yeah, so after your graduate programme, then Sarah, you've got <laughs> after your graduate programmes, then you apply to a position um, in an area that you might have been on rotation at, is that is that right? I believe so, but yeah. I'm not the expert. <laughs> I'm coming over to the expert, Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. And I, I guess to be transparent, this is the, the 15 software engineering grads who have just joined us are the first ever cohort who have joined us. Um, so I guess this is where we're really planning to work with you guys to to understand, I, I guess, exactly what you said, Jenny. I think there's a combination of balancing individual graduates, career aspirations, their preferences in terms of types of development that they want to get throughout their placements, and also what opportunities are available in the business for them to work with as well. So it's a case of kind of marrying the two together, if you like, and finding the best options for people. So, so yeah, absolutely. And then at the end of the programme, if there are opportunities available in the team that you work in, then absolutely, then go for that. And then obviously, if there are opportunities across the group and across other areas as well, that you, that would also be open to apply for too. So, so yeah, the world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. And how does it work for students, um, Sarah? So, you know, Yarden and Holly, would, if um, if they wanted to come back as graduates, is that is that... Mm -hmm possible do they have to reapply for the jobs how does that work there would be an assessment process but given they've been they, they will have been with us for for a year by that point the hope is that we bring people into an industrial placement and the hope is that if everything's gone well there and and they're they want to join us and we're comfortable as well and they pass the assessment process then yeah absolutely there's an opportunity there to come back onto the, the graduate program as well so we've got um a, quite a few of the industrial placement students who finished this summer who are coming back um, in 2022 to join us already as well and that's oh, wow. I think that's really positive for them too because they're going back to university knowing that they've got something then to after their final years completed so yeah oh brilliant and I'm, I'm saying with you Sarah for another couple of questions if that's okay so a student starting out at Lloyd's um, obviously we've, it will hopefully have inspired them to get their applications in today mm -hmm. what what support is on offer for students and graduates starting and I want to cover off things like um, how we help with relocation and and um, if you have like mentorship schemes and things like that there yeah so I, I think Jenny's covered some of these already but I guess even before 
graduate or industrial placement students join us um, they, they've got lots of engagement with our recruitment team um, and that keeps them updated throughout their onboarding journey um, we, we match up um, the incoming graduates and IPs with existing graduates and IPs as well so that I guess they've got someone working within the group in the programme that they've applied for or, or, they, or that they're due to join to ask questions to around actually what is it you do day to day and, and just a bit more of an informal informal relationship and a kind of view on the ground if you like from people that that um that are doing what they're going to be doing when they join um we've got um i guess there's that relationship with our placement manager that um, that jenny yeah. mentioned as well so before they join they get put in um, in touch with their placement manager so they can start to build that relationship even before day one um there's also other things like for example we've, we have add all of our graduates across all programs onto a Facebook group so they've got that opportunity to network across different programs as well as the one that that they're joining and, and kind of find out who's going to be based where and and kind of arrange meetups and things like that if they wanted to as well um I guess there's also other things so for example um we we run sort of onboarding events and sort of welcome events if you like so if they join in the September, they will they'll come and be invited to, to an event over the summer to, to get to know people and, and learn a little bit more detail about the programme and things like that as well. Um, I guess in terms of support when they join us, um, I think we've touched on a few of these already, but there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of things in place across, um, across I guess, not just when they join, but throughout the programme as well. So we've got, a, we call it Welcome Week. So they, they join in the first week we make sure they're set up from an IT perspective they can get to know their team and do some of those introductions um, and then in the second week we run welcome week which is a series of different sessions which introduce them to things like the group strategy um, the um, the diversity networks and some of the kind of activities that are going on across the group um, just some and I, I think the other key thing is as well and it touches on one of the points that we spoke about earlier this and that not everyone who joins us has worked within this type of environment before so if some of the, the activities and the training and things that we, we give to graduates and, and IPs when they join is just it kind of goes back to some of the basics even in terms of how, how to work Outlook how to work um, Microsoft Teams and how to create a really good PowerPoint slide and things like that so um, from a graduate perspective we've got a, a graduate development journey which um, for, for both of you on the call will I kind of kick off formally from, from January but there's a number of classroom based sessions where you can understand yourself um, understand how you work and how you can work with work in relation to other people and it kind of develops through different topics throughout the program as well across the two years and then when it comes to towards the end of the program there's a lot around cv um, writing or how to do a good interview and those types of things to support um, i guess with the different elements at the right points in time throughout the program yeah um, and in terms of um, the software engineering and data science, we spoke about training. So for both of these programmes, the, the graduates go through a boot camp. Um, yes. So for data science, they will do initially the first seven or eight weeks is, is solid boot camp training, where I guess it gives them a really good understanding of the tools, the models, the languages and things like that that are used across LBG. But it provides them um, with that solid foundation where um, it kind of puts everyone onto the same level that they can then mm -hmm. build on their practical experience that they gain throughout the program so so yeah and then in terms of relocation and, and support and things like that um i guess like we, we spoke about the placement process and sort of matching up opportunities to career aspirations and things like that and there's a lot of support there in terms of um 
whether that's practical support in terms of moving or whether that's just linking you with your line manager to have that adult conversation about actually um, do I need to re relocate for this place placement or could I work remotely for this placement and I guess that's kind of a one-to-one a -one conversation that we try to give that autonomy to the graduates and the line managers to have and, and I guess allow them to, to make the most out of the placement and, and use the opportunity to, to gain as much experience and, and sort of knowledge as possible. Brilliant. Yeah. That's definitely something that's come out through this whole webinar is, you know, ask questions and make sure you have these conversations. There's no point in just sitting there quietly um, and, you know, being confused or being uncertain about things. So I think that's a bit of a theme, isn't it, that's run throughout the webinar. Um, so thank you very much, Sarah. What I want to do now is just go back to the IPs and to the grads and just cover the future. I know it's scary because you've only been there five weeks, but um, and you know, you, you, you're back to the University of Arden and Holly, but if you could have a dream, where would your future go? And I'm starting with you, um, Jordan. My future is bound to be in Lloyd's. I see Yay. myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, jokes aside, but yes, I hope that the next eight months of my uh, my placement will be will help me to excel my skills even further, and after that, yeah. it will prepare me for university to graduate successfully, and hopefully, I'll be able to to, to, to come back and to develop myself even further because I yeah. believe that the that it has much more to give. And you've forgotten something, Jordan. So in a couple of years' time, we're going to be doing another webinar as you as a graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is that is obviously the dream. <laughs> this, this is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. And Holly, on to you. Future dreams and aspirations. Yeah, like Jordan, I'm hoping to apply to the grad scheme after graduating. Um, and hopefully explore different areas of Lloyd's because in group translation there's so many different projects to work on so um going around and getting a taste for those would be a great opportunity to come back yeah definitely yeah. just make sure you get as, <laughs> your little your little finger on that button is just so quick <laughs> just get as much experience as you can thank you Holly and uh, Jenny on to you um, long term, I'm not really sure. So I kind of applied um, for a software engineering role, but as you know, I didn't really have a background in it. I just kind of knew I liked coding and I wanted to pursue that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's quite good because the first placement we're on is actually um, within kind of centers of excellence, as Ruffy mentioned. And they've basically told us that this eight month section will be learning as much as you can about as many things as you can throughout the entire business. And the next two placements are kind of you're directly in a value stream. So I guess the future for me would be like the next seven months of kind of trying to absorb as much as possible because software engineering isn't just coding. Like yeah. there's so much more to it. There's like delivery management and stuff like that, testing and all that. Um, so just kind of trying out as much as possible in the next seven months or so. And then I'll get back to you because yeah. I don't know at this point. No, but I think seven months is enough, though, Jenny, to have your career planned out. And um, Rafi, last but not least. Um, yeah, so I'd like to become Google Cloud Platform certified. Um, that's something I've sort of uh, started training for over the uh, past couple of weeks. But I'd like to get certified, get the certificate added to my collection. But um, in my next placement, I would love to sort of, my aim, my hope, my dream for the next couple of years is to um, work on the iOS side of things and work on the Lloyd's iPhone app and sort of improve that over time as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, so use the training that we've got and uh, sort of transition over that. So, yeah, looking forward to it. 
Brilliant. Well, best of luck, everybody, for your future. And um, Sarah, on to you. Can we just talk about, um, we can talk about your dreams if you like, but I was going to cover <laughs> off the application process. <laughs> yeah, no worry at all. No worries. Um, yeah, so I guess the application process, um, it, It's uh, there's a few stages to it. Uh, the first one is um, where you would do an application, an online assessment. Um, so I guess the online assessment gives you um, a bit of insight into Lloyds Banking Group, an understanding of, of kind of how we support our customers and, and the wider communities as well, because that's a really key thing within within Lloyds. Um, I think that usually takes about an hour and a half, something like that, to complete the whole thing. Okay. Um, we then have for software engineering and data science programmes in both graduates and industrial placements, and we've got that coding test that I spoke about earlier on. Um, if you click onto the, the GradCacker site into the hub and then go through to our website there are things like practice tests and stuff on there as well so it's not just throwing you in at the deep end um, and sort of saying where you're expected to do this there are kind of practice tests on there as well which can kind of give you an idea of what to, to expect um, if you're successful at the, the online assessment and the coding test you would then go through to our job insight assessment stage um, and that's essentially where um, it allows you to kind of understand the activities and the, the types of projects that you might get involved with as a graduate. So it's kind of using some examples of, of true to life situations um, and asking you to solve problems and things like that using. Um, so we've had our software engineering teams and our data science teams involved in creating those to make sure that um, it's obviously not a, a real life project, project as such, but that it's using the kind of real life types of, of situations that you would see if you were working in the, the group as a, a gadget um, and if you're successful at that stage you would then go to an assessment centre which um, we touched on earlier which is it's essentially a full day virtual assessment centre and um, it's done by a um, Microsoft Teams so it's all virtual you don't have to sort of travel anywhere for it um, and it, there's a lot of activities throughout the day so you would do a sort of technical one where you would um, you would look at more of that coding and the modeling and things like that depending on if it's data science or software engineering and then there's a lot of activities um so, so for example group exercises an interview um some kind of um smaller short short and quick exercises as well so um it's that yeah it's, it's quite an enjoyable day actually it's 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 um quite varied as well which I mean yeah. I think it, it goes really quickly for people when they're going through it so and then obviously if you're successful at that you would um, be made your offer and join us in September next year or at the end of June if it's an industrial placement. Yeah so end of June September that's to remember um, and don't forget what Sarah said at the beginning of the, the webinar as well so anybody who has achieved or is expected to achieve a 2-1 or above and then you can apply to Lloyd's Banking Group, all STEM students, uh, you know, look back at Jenny's story and what she did at university, it's all, it's all relevant. Um, so for now, I'd like to say thank you everybody for um, joining us on the webinar today. It's been really interesting. Um, next week, me and Jess are joined next Thursday, two o'clock by GSK, um, good friends of Grad Crackers as well. But for now, thank you very much, Lloyd. Get your applications in everybody and we'll see you next week. Thank bye you. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.